The Bill Haston Podcast can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on TulsaWorld.com. It can be viewed on TulsaWorld.com as well. And today, I'm joined by father and son, Brian Montanati, the head man at Owasso. How many seasons, Brian? Uh, six season as head coach and 12th season overall. Wow. Okay. So, uh, Brian is the head basketball coach at Owasso. His son, his 15 year old son, is Jalen Montanati, ninth grader, who uh, a year ago at this time was finished with his season after being undefeated as an eighth grader. Him and his eighth grade teammates undefeated. And all right, Jalen. So, when you uh, played it that eighth grade season, where did you have like one half of your brain plugged into that eighth grade season, and the other half was like, I cannot wait. To get up to yeah. the varsity, get up to the varsity and run with those guys. Yeah, I would always after practice, after our practice, I'd come over there, watch those guys practice. I was just, you know, kind of waiting my turn to get with them. So it seemed it feels like to me that the turning point for the Rams, uh, maybe I'm burying the lead here. Uh, Owasso defeated previously unbeaten Broken Arrow over the weekend to secure a berth in the Class 6A state tournament, which is interesting in that uh, through nine games, Brian, you guys were three and six, and you had a heck of a terrible holiday season with regard to illness. And and pretty, if I remember right, you said literally every guy on your squad had some sort of situation uh, over the Christmas break, right? Including, yeah. including Jalen. So you're three and six, and then you go to Pittsburgh, Kansas. And you win that tournament and you beat a really good uh, Kansas City area big school team in the championship game. And Jalen scores 37 that night. Do you feel like that was absolutely a turning point game for your guys? Or were you just kind of destined to kind of turn it around anyway at some point when you got your guys healthy? And that just happened to be at that that weekend. I think it started for us probably at the end of November um we lost Gabe Patterson uh, you know he's he's a he, he basically changed our team at the end of the season but we lost him kind of like in a fluke deal uh he was just standing there walking off the court and and end up uh, hurting his knee so uh we got him evaluated and Dave uh Gabe ended up having uh bilateral uh meniscus repair surgery on both of his knees so that's wow. kind of when it started for us. Um, you know, we were a little shorthanded going into the season, um, you know, and we, we we figured we'd be without him for a month or month and a half. And then, uh, you know, the season started and we lost to uh, to Jinx um, in overtime. Um, I believe we shot 11 for 29 from the free throw line. So, you know, we we, we went through some growing pains and then we came back and we bounced back and we played Union and uh, – Played them really close to the end of the game, had some missed coverages. So we were trying to figure things out with a bunch of young guys, um, you know, and then we had the two returning starters with EJ and EJ and uh, Brandon. But then we played Bixby and we beat Bixby in overtime. So we were feeling really good about ourselves. Um, and we went up to Kansas City and played, uh, played really well. And then the sickness started to hit, um, you know, it started to infiltrate our team. Um, you know, and it was crazy over the over the two weeks of Christmas where, you know, I mean, we were all going down. We lost Jalen. Jalen had COVID and the flu at the same time. Wow. Uh, so he didn't even get to travel with us down to Mustang. Uh, we had several other kids 
that couldn't practice. And it was just one of those deals where I guess you have to go through it, you know, and after having COVID and um, experiencing that uh, deal for the last two years, um, you know, not having COVID at all. And then, you know, we're supposed to be behind it. And then basically our whole team goes through it uh, for the month of December. It was, it was challenging at times. So, so Jalen, you, when you got, you had had some 20 point games at that stage in the season, but when you go for 37 against a quality, is it 6A or 5A in Kansas? But anyway, 6A, 6A. 6A a quality 6A opponent, when you go for 37, uh, did your, um, confidence level change just in that one afternoon uh, uh, playing that well, being that productive in a big game away from home, even against a team like that, did, did that kind of take you to a different level in your freshman year? Um, I've always had confidence in myself, uh, but that game definitely helped me out a lot, you know, going through growing pains at the start of the season. Uh, but, you know, after going off like that in a game, it kind of gave me another surge of confidence, you know, just believing in myself and believing in the hard work that I put in. Did you uh, did you have to be told that you'd scored 37 that day or did somebody kind of whisper it to you maybe during a timeout that you had 30 something and and you you had a, a good idea that you had really blown the top off of it? No, I didn't even realize until after the game, uh, one of my coaches were like, you ended with 37. I was like, 37? I didn't, I didn't feel like I scored that much, but you know, it just kind of came to me naturally, and yeah, it was good. It was a it was a good win, a good tournament for us. So uh, Jalen scored thirty nine later in a game against Union, which probably was a little more satisfying because all your uh, all your friends and uh, got to see that one. You know what I mean? I mean, you were in here in town, uh, but to score thirty nine, Brian, you tell me Jalen's averaging nineteen point seven rebounds, three assists, but I got to ask you, because this has to be because it was your most important game of the year <clears throat> against Broken Arrow, undefeated Broken Arrow. A team that you'd had two really good games with during the regular season. But, Brian, you had a ringside seat on the sideline over there for two corner threes that Jalen put up in that second half. Contested threes uh, from that left corner right by your bench. So, Brian, is it is it surreal? I, I've asked you this before. Uh, if you're able to separate dad from a Wasso head coach, or if there's always kind of that you're both with with Jalen all the time, but how does it feel to be standing there and see your son off the catch, knock down a couple of threes that helped send you to the state tournament? It was uh, it was big time, you know, and and I got emotional at the end of the game, not just because of Jalen too, but I had my daughter on the bench, you know, she keeps our books. And then his little brother, uh, our eight-year-old, um, was sitting at the end of the bench too. So it was, uh, you know, to share that experience with him, you know, was awesome. But just watching him grow, I mean, it's this is the one game where I felt like <clears throat> the dad side of it did come into a, a little bit of effect on it because, you know, y you don't want your kids to fail. You know, they, they put in a, hard, a, a lot of work and things like that. But it was just the emotion of the game. Um, the setting, I thought the atmosphere was unbelievable for a high school game. You know, I, I pretty much don't think they could have fit another 10 people in the gym. And then the opponent that we're playing, you know, they're 24-0. and 0. Um, You know, we've got kind of a rivalry going on between each other, um, you know, and then watching him 
watching him his game elevate, you know, to that that level uh, in that environment with everything on the line to get to state was it was awesome, man. You know, from from being a coach and being a dad, um, I told the guys at the end of the game, and I've been around basketball pretty much my whole life, and that was one of the biggest wins that I feel like I've been associated with, and that that that's coming from a lot, man. Right. So, Jalen, uh, you probably got more media coverage before the start of your season than most kids ever dream about. And I don't know if kids dream about media coverage, but I mean, it is what it is. Uh, but <clears throat> did you catch any grief from older guys after the season began about being a ninth grader with all that hype? Or have guys, because all these athletes seem to know each other anyway, you know what I mean? Or is it everybody at the varsity level, for the most part, the competition part of it to the side, but has everybody been pretty cool uh, about the uh, notoriety, not notoriety, that's not the good word, about the attention you've gotten as a ninth grade athlete? Has everybody been pretty cool about it? Uh, my teammates have been pretty cool about it. Not not so much the other opponents, but, you know, I kind of, yeah. I kind of catch some strays against my opponents, uh, but all my teammates are supportive of me and they, you know, they push me to be better and they, they enjoy it. They like to see me, you know, strive and I like to, you know, share that moment with them. So uh, the biggest, I mean, you went from eighth grade basketball to uh, varsity basketball, which is a quantum leap. Uh, Most guys get that JV year or so in between, but, what was the physicality or the speed of it the biggest difference? Uh, uh, yeah, between what you experienced. I mean, I know you play a lot of high level summer ball, but but with regard to the intensity of varsity basketball versus what you expected it would be, has it been more the physicality of it or the speed? Uh, probably more the physicality. You know, going up against you know eighteen, seventeen year olds, they're trying to push me around, and I'm like one hundred seventy pounds, so it. it yeah, just getting pushed around, you know, coming in this year, uh, playing older guys. But, you know, over the summer, it uh, helped me a lot uh, playing pickup with uh, the guys from last year, like Caden Fry. You know, they they helped me uh, get ready for the summer. Now, all right, uh, both of you guys, I want to ask you about Brandon Mann because last night Brian and I were messaging, and he, he said, Brandon is our Draymond Green. And I was like, wow, that is so – that's a that's a spot on comparison because he can go end to end and finish uh, in a speed on a speed play, or he can be the most physical guy in the gym. He can guard all five positions. Uh, he just seems to me to be an, a massively uh, a very experienced guy, but also a massively uh, versatile guy who can do anything you need in the moment. Yeah, and we talked about it last summer when we were trying to figure out how we were going to play. Um, you know, we play kind of a five out style. We don't have a traditional big. So we play completely different than the way we did the previous year with Caden Fry being our focal point. Right. Um, you know, we went into the season and we, we you know, we talked to Brandon, um, you know, and actually got him with an AAU program that utilized him the same way we were going to utilize him. So it was it was a good combination. Uh, you know, we, we had to put the ball in his hand. And the thing that the thing that I shared with Brandon that we shared with Brandon as a staff is like, if he gets defensive rebounds, you know, he's he's such a weapon in the open floor because he's so strong and he can get to the basket. And then when we can play that style, you, he's got shooters all around him. So the floor spreads, you know. So with him, 
with him, you know, we can play two different ways. You know, we can put him inside um, where he's a tough covered. And then we also, you know, can put him on the perimeter where he can get downhill and play. And he's doing a better job of playing off two feet, you know, uh, uh, collapsing defenses and finding guys on the perimeter. And he's averaging about, I think he's averaging 15 and seven and four, uh, four assists a game. You know, he's he's the one that, you know, he, he makes us go. You know, Jalen gets a ton of attention, rightfully so. But Brandon Brandon makes him, makes us go. Uh, you know, we challenged the guys at halftime of the BA game because we got a little stagnant in the second quarter. You know, we talked about a few things. We said, hey, when the when the three minutes, the first three minutes coming out of the half, and you're going to do it with your defense. Your defense is going to be your offense because if you get stops, we're hard to stop in the, in transition because of broken floor situations. And Brandon. Brandon, I mean, I think he rolled off six points and then had three assists, and we took the lead over within three minutes of the of the second half, and he set the tone. But if you're going to have two ninth graders in the starting lineup with Jalen and Bowden Williams, I mean, you have the kind of perfect balance there with E.J. Lewis at the point who started – he must have started close to 100 games for you. I don't know. Yeah, uh, pretty close. Yeah, and then, and then Brandon Mann, who is – you know, he, do, he does have one thing in common with uh, – Caden Fry, he got the beautiful spin move. I don't know yeah. what it is about Owasso guys, but doesn't he? Brandon, that's, like, that's our that's our split work, man. That's that's what we uh we teach. I got to give it up to Coach Peak, our assistant coach. He does a heck of a job with those guys in the post. Um, you know, so and, and with e, and I can't say enough about EJ and, and B. Um, you know what what they've been this year. We anytime you have a team like this where the dynamics are so different as far as age-wise, you know, we play three freshmen. You know, we play Cohen Scott. He plays a ton. He plays probably 18 minutes a game now. Right. Uh, probably will play over 20 uh, in the state tournament. So when you've got a dynamic like that where you're playing with 18-year-olds and you got 15-year-olds, and then you sprinkle in our juniors with Anson Harbaugh, Gage Nantois, Gabe Patterson, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy different dynamic um, because the freshmen, you know, they get some attention and, and, and the seniors are just everyday guys, you know, they, they just want to win and get to the state tournament. But EJ, you look at EJ, he's a four-year starter. Uh, he's a facilitator of our team. He gets the best opponent every night that he's got a guard. Um, you know, B, we ask him to do a ton, not only play defense, uh, but he's got to be sometimes our, our ball handler and, and get guys shots and, and then score also. So, All right. They've all bought into a, a big a, shot. Yeah. Every game he makes a big shot or two for yeah. you. Yeah, he does. And 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 the thing is, they've all bought into the way the way we wanted to play. And I, I think we play a fun style. Um, you know, we get up and down, but it's all predicated on our defense. You know, if we're playing defense at a high level and rebounding, then 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 it sets the tone for our offense. And then you look at our team too, uh, Bill. We're turning the ball over about nine times a game, which is phenomenal. You know, that, that's that's phenomenal, especially when you're thinking about the youth that we have on our, on, on the court. Um, we don't turn it over a lot. You know, you turn it, you don't turn it over a lot. You play defense, um, you take high percentage shots and you're going to be in a lot of ball games and have the chance to beat people. You shouldn't beat probably. Right. So Jalen, give me a, uh, I, I should have mentioned this by now, but Owasso plays four 30 Thursday at the Lloyd Noble in Norman. Don't get me started on that. Uh, yeah. I don't. I, I just do not enjoy that gym. But uh, that's where the OSSA decided to set up camp for a couple of years. So here we go. But uh, have you played in there, by the way, Jalen? Have you ever shot a basketball in the Lloyd Noble? No, I don't think it's have. a bad place to shoot. I mean, Brian played there. I mean, yeah, we've had a lot of success down there. <laughs> that's right. 
but I don't think it's necessarily a bad place to play. It's just not a great place as for spectators. And I don't think it's a great place for that matter with regard to locker rooms and whatnot. But but with regard to playing the game, uh, I think you'll be fine. But you play Deer Creek at 4.30 Thursday. Jalen, give me a, a three or four sentence scouting report on Deer Creek, who I know nothing about. Um, uh, they're young. We've had uh, a lot of people on social media have said that, you know, this is going to be a matchup for the future uh, down the line. But, you know, we're just going to go into Thursday, pride ourselves what we've been priding ourselves on, you know, all season, playing defense, uh, playing with a chip on our shoulder, playing with pride. You know, if we do all those things and you stay together, I think we have a good shot of, you know, uh, moving on to Friday. The uh, Norman, uh, Norman, the, uh, well, you would face the winner. Uh, if Owasso advances, they face Norman or Broken Arrow Friday at six. Uh, so there's the possibility that on Friday you would have a rematch with BA. But um, that game at Sepulpa the other night, uh, Friday night, was as electrifying, as intense. Uh, and I don't know if you noticed, Brian, but even the concourse area. Yeah. That kind of rings the, the upper level. You couldn't even walk through there because the game two people were showing up right at about halftime. Right. Yep. So, I mean, it was like we, every fire code was broken that night. <laughs> oh, no question. Uh, I don't know what the capacity is, but it was like double the capacity in there. But but with regard to uh, having young guys grow up, uh when you look back on their careers someday, that's going to be a big time building block game, I think, for Jalen and and the rest of your program. I, I agree, um, totally agree, and that's why, you know, we brought up, you know, the, the emotions at the end of the game, and that was probably my love for these guys. They're, they'll go down as one of my favorite teams to coach, and it's not just because Jalen's on the team, but it's because of the adversity that they faced uh, at the beginning of the year. Um, it's because of the pressure. I mean, you know, a lot of people thought I was crazy for playing the young guys, uh, but they've deserved it. I mean, they're they're they can play. They show they can play. Um, you know, and and then you know, I mean, you, you feel the pressure for your kid and 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 these guys to to step up on the biggest stage and perform. But it, it got back to what they do every day. They work every day. They work extremely hard. Um, you know, I, I tell Jalen this all the time. If I worked as hard as him. Uh, you know, my high school years and through college, I'd probably be in the Bahamas somewhere on a on a big old yacht hanging out. But um, they, they've they've worked hard. They really have. And they've stayed together and they're competitive. They're so competitive. I, I love the reaction that especially uh, from Jalen after the free throw that he missed to, to, to put us up four and, and, and B.A. had a chance to uh, to take the lead and win the game in regulation. There was no stepping back, there was no hesitation. You know, he told me going into overtime, he wanted the ball, you know, he, he had to make plays. And um, that's just the confidence level that these guys, and it's not only him, but it's, it's the whole team that they carry themselves with. Um, just love being around them. Um, you know, they've taken me on a heck of a ride this year, just with, uh, you know, their work ethic and, and how hard they've uh, competed. So Jalen, when is your, I mean, not exact birthday, but you turn, uh, 16 in the spring uh when is it may May 7th uh do you have you already uh 
let's see, I don't remember exactly when that all starts, but are you like getting driver's ed training now? We, 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 we are. We, <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. He, uh, he dinged his mom's brand new car up the other day in the parking lot, oh, cool. uh, not not paying attention. So there's one thing he's there, there's a few things he's really good at: video games. He's an excellent student, heck of a basketball player. But we've got to uh, his driving skills are another thing. Oh my gosh! Uh, you say dinged? Are you being literal? It was like a like a ding. Yeah, or... I mean he had he yeah he had a sign, you know, a little little parking sign. Uh, put a good old dent in his mom's brand new car. Yeah. Uh, so have you picked out what you want to drive, Jalen? Because it's a, such a big decision. I'm just, just going to be grateful for whatever they get me. <laughs> it's good. I, I told my dad, I don't want a nice car. He might get you a, like a bumper car. Yeah, that's what we, we think. We're going to spend some time. After, 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 yeah, after the season, we're going to spend some time out in the country uh, working on working on driving. Uh, When's the last time Jalen? Jalen, uh, by the way, is uh, a legit six seven at the age of fifteen. Brian himself six ten. So, when's the last time you actually like did combine type measurements on this guy? It was a uh, USA basketball camp in um, October that we did it last time. So, I think he grew a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see uh, see. Um, you know, where he's at. And, and and the thing is, too, is, you know, we don't know where he's going to end up, but like I was pretty much the same size as him my freshman year of high school. And then, you know, I grew out, obviously grew through the course of my career um, and actually grew an inch at OSU when I got there. And when I got there, I was six, nine, and then grew another inch my first year. Uh, so, I mean, Jalen, you have the offer from Oklahoma State. Uh, and if I don't ask about recruiting, then I'm this is a fail. I've got to ask about it. So it, what about like more recent movement in that regard or whether be it an offer or just dialogue with uh, schools that may have kind of come out of nowhere in the last few weeks or so? What's going on with that? Um, Nebraska's recently reached out. Uh, Michigan has reached out. Um, Arkansas. Uh, and then obviously I got the offer from Tulsa and then ORU has right. reached out. Uh, and OU has reached out as well. At fifteen, that's crazy. Yeah, it was Kansas coach. Coach Self has called also about him. So yeah, that's the nature of it. I mean, it's just it's. Uh, Brian, when did you first get phone uh, calls regarding recruiting? I mean, at what point in your high school career? It was probably after my sophomore year. Right um, into my sophomore year, uh, going into that summer. It's a lot different now, though. I mean. Versus back then in the dinosaur years, right? Everything they have, social media. They're playing more. You know, they play a lot more. When when I was playing, there was one AAU team in the state of Michigan, so you had to be really, really good to be on that team. Oh. And then we'd play. I think with Team Michigan, I think we only played three weekends. So, so these guys get a lot more exposure. Um, you know, I remember last summer, Coach Cal and Coach Boyton, Boyton and Coach Moser. There were several coaches at at their game and. Uh, one of their AAU games. Um, so they're getting seen a lot earlier. And that's just because of the world we live in, the environment we live in with social media and everybody's got videos and all that stuff. Well, I need to hush, I need to hush so you guys can go practice because I'm losing track of time here. But like I said, Owasso versus Deer Creek, Thursday, 430. That game is followed by Norman Broken Arrow at six. And those two winners 
our matched Friday at six and Alonso's got a hot team uh, that I, I, I remember vividly that that interview I, I did with you, Brian, at, when y'all were three and six. And I remember looking at your schedule while we talked and I said, you know, you have a chance to kind of start stacking some wins here and get mm-hmm. hot. And you said, if we if we get for, if we get fortunate or stay fortunate with our healthy guys, maybe you said maybe. Mm-hmm. And now you're 14 and two since that phone call. Yeah. So crazy. Uh, and the thing, I mean, think about it, Bill. Think about this. Right. We go. We start the way we started. And this this speaks to the resiliency of the kids, right? We start the way we started. You know, we we have a a, a horrible uh, tournament down at Mustang, where I mean, we played PC North and they beat us by thirty. Um, you know, it wasn't our team. I mean, we obviously had some sickness going on and stuff, but still, when you lose like that, and then you come back and you play a sophomore team and and you struggle to shoot. The, I mean, we couldn't make a shot. We couldn't make a shot. And then we get to uh, we get to uh, uh, Pecola. They're a tough two A team, and, and we end up beating them. And then, you know, we go on this run, and you know we're just stacking wins, stacking wins. And in the in the more, you know, we just talked about just keeping one game at a time and and, and taking care of business. And then the Booker T deal come up with the weather, and we wanted to play them. And you know, we were trying to figure out a way if we could backdoor and get in the host and. You know, that didn't – we weren't able to play that game. And then the OSSA rankings come out, and, you know, we're ranked four, and we're – you know, we, we were hoping to be six. And then we're four, and we're elated, and, you know, we're talking to the kids about, you know, how proud we are of them and, you know, their hard work. They got the host. And uh, two days later, we're getting ready for the union game. An hour before the game, we found out that they switched the rankings back because of some miscalculation. Miscalculation. Uh, miscalculation, yeah. right? They just switched it, which I've been around. I've talked to everybody uh, pretty much in high school basketball in the state of Oklahoma that they've never seen anything like that happen before, right? So they switch it. So we're getting ready to play union, and our kids go from this high to being like, what the heck's going on, coach? You know, why why'd we, why are we not hosted now? And then they come out and they play unbelievable against union. Play unbelievable against union. And, and we've kept it going, you know. I mean, it's, that's the uh, was that the thirty point thirty nine point? Yeah, yeah, that was the night that he had thirty nine. But I just looked at it and I'm like, man, these guys are, you know, they're. So we talked about, hey, you know, there's nothing we can do. We can't. We can only control the controllables. So we've got to do it the hard way, you know. So we had to go to Booker T and play, play Bartlesville, which is not a twelve seed, you know. I mean, with David Castillo, I still don't understand how they how they were ranked uh, that low, especially with the schedule that they played. So we were, us coaches, we, you know, we were a little nervous with that game because we knew Dave wasn't going to go out easy. And then you turn around and you play Booker T at home on their home court. So just for us to get through the regional and then, you know, play the area and play the way the kids, the way our kids played uh, was phenomenal. And that just shows the toughness and the, and the character that they have and, and, and how much they've grown up over the course of the year. So uh, there's there was the expectation, I think, about mid midseason that the west side of the state would would dominate, you know, uh, the postseason. And that, but like you messaged, I was sending you updates Saturday from the from the uh, consolation game, and and you got kind of fired up about the how the Tulsa area schools stepped up with Booker T. Uh, beating PC West, yes, and with Broken Arrow beating what I thought was a really dangerous PC North team uh, right. because of the way they defend. 
Uh, in fact, it took it took BA a quarter to kind of get used to the ferocity of it, you know. Uh, so I think it's going to be a heck of a uh, heck of a uh, this is a heck of a bracket, heck of a six A tournament, and you going in there with two is Bowden fifteen also? Yep, crazy. Yep. Uh, two 15 year old starters. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah. All right. All right. Y'all go practice. I, I very much appreciate uh, your time here, and I will see you guys in order. Jalen, great uh, rookie season, man. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Thank see you, Brian. Thank appreciate you, you, Bill. Appreciate you, Brian. Bye. Bye.